the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. Okay, welcome everybody. Uh, time step a little bit because again, I I can't tell the future. I don't know what's going to happen later on in the day, tomorrow, whatever it may be. Uh, markets are down uh, significantly, significantly. A um, couple percentage down over five hundred points on the Dow. A couple percentage points on the Nasdaq. Uh, cryptos getting crushed. Went below. Uh, 40,000 today, and um, yes, I'm getting the phone calls and the emails, not from clients, not from clients, from from listeners who haven't been listening for that long, and and of course, from uh, various different uh, media outlets, radio stations looking at me to comment on this. Come on. Okay. Um, The the big thing that you'll see right now is you'll have the, the questions on CNBC and some of the programs. Is it a good time to step in? Is it a good time to buy? Um, I, I don't know, nor, nor is that question, you can't even answer that question, it's a guess. It's, it's all it is, is someone is just taking a guess whether or not the markets have bottomed. I, I, I don't, guess doesn't make any sense. Um, we are a believer in dollar cost averaging, meaning, guess what, you put money away, same day, same time, same time, doesn't matter, same day, every single month, you're saving, you're putting money away, no matter what the markets are doing, because you don't know, nor does anybody else. Hey, it's, again, it's, it's newsflash here. It's a tip. It's a tip. Um, Charlie Munger doesn't know. Warren Buffett doesn't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows when, when markets bottom out. So why do you bother? Do you, do you own quality? Do you own quality? Okay. Okay, you're putting money away, just keep doing it. Keep doing what you've been doing, and guess what? Um, you're going to do well. You're going to do well. Uh, trying to guess and trying to find the next wizard of smart and, and chase the next wizard of smart is one of the greatest exercises in futility ever. It happens time and time again. Performance chasing. Performance chasing. Some uh, money manager, some hedge fund will... Uh, get it really right for a short period of time. They'll get it really, really right for a very short period of time, and all of a sudden, all this money, money flows into that hedge fund or that ETF, whatever it may be. And then, you know, things get back to normal. They, they go in an opposite direction, and uh, people don't do well. I, I've talked about that for years, people trading mutual funds and trying to performance chase Hey, they made that. They made that actually easier inside many four hundred one k plans. I was like, it's not a good idea. People are going to be trading in and out of funds in their four hundred one k. Not, not, not a good idea at all. But anyway, um, one of the, the big darlings out there from twenty twenty. Oh, she was everywhere. Yes, Arc, Arc, uh, Arc Innovation, Arc Innovation. Right? Kathy Wood. She's a guru. She's a guru. She had a good year or two. Uh, people who chased, chased her performance are, are getting crushed. Are getting crushed. Um, and this has always been the case. We, we've discussed this when it comes to people and, and hedge funds. You know, a lot of the hedge fund upstarts back in the uh, 1990s, 1990s, they were small when they started. 
They were small. And then all of a sudden, oh, my God, look at this guy's done great this year. All this money starts flowing in, and then they're not doing great anymore. And they, the size of the fund gets too big, and it becomes unmanageable as an entity. And that's problematic. You know, people ask me all the time, why don't, you run, why don't you start a fund? Why don't you run a hedge fund? Why don't you? No. No, no, no. We, 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 build, we build, in essence, funds, little hedge funds for each and every one of our clients. That's their, their portfolio. And everyone's situation is unique and different. And on certain days, yeah, we'll be buying and selling the same exact stock. Not the same account, but we'll be taking profits somewhere. We'll be adding to someone else's depending upon their situation, depending upon their risk tolerance, depending upon proper asset allocation. So, you know, markets selling off, all that good stuff. It is what it is. Happens. Happens. And the sun will come out tomorrow. Doesn't bother me in the slightest, nor should you. And if it does, does you're, you're doing something wrong. If you're doing something wrong and you're getting very, very bad advice. Anyway, quickly on the crypto stuff. Um, I, again, I've talked about this for a long time. Uh, cryptocurrencies, these NT, uh, all these you know NFTs, all this other crap that's out there. It, it's all a function of way too much money sloshing around the globe. That's it. If, you know, the, the money supply, money supply didn't increase at the levels that it has since the great financial crisis and especially over the past couple of years. Um, do you honestly think that, you know, cryptos would have gotten anywhere near, what was it, 68, 70,000 at one point in time? No way. No way. Uh, money needs to find a home. When you're not, getting, you're not getting any sort of return and you're actually losing money because of inflation on cash, you know, money's going to flow somewhere. It's going to flow somewhere. But what we're seeing right now, because you know, interest rates are ticking up to some degree, I guess you're going to get more of a flight to quality. And money is going to start flowing out of these highly speculative areas because that's what they are. Highly speculative areas. And they'll go elsewhere. They'll go elsewhere. Yeah, they, they, you know, it's interesting. So I'll kind of tie this into it's the same type of a concept. Um, you keep talking about this article after Carnival, talking about the high end real estate market is booming and, you know, uh, fancy homes and all that stuff. And high end real estate continues to boom. Again, um, these are, these are individuals, and they're all over the globe. Okay, and it's, we're not the only country that's been printing money, that's for darn sure, that have money. And they have to do something with it. They have to do something with it. They're not going to just keep it in a bank and lose money. Yeah, what the hell? Ah, I'll buy a you know, $10 million, uh, $10 million you know, condo on... Uh, Madison Avenue in New York. Why not? Why? Well, makes money, makes money. You know, what, what's the worst thing? Can happen? I'm going to be losing over 10%. That's the thing. These people understand what inflation is. And it doesn't really, it doesn't affect wealthy people. But again, hey, you have it. What difference does it make? Right? And that's, again, that's what happens 
when there's too much money floating around. Anyway, anyway, quickly on uh, some COVID stuff here. Um, first and foremost, uh, the wise Latina. <laughs> Sotomayor, remember that with the, the confirmation hearings, we want a wise Latina on the Supreme Court. Um, wow, I, I mean, another, just another ignoramus. I mean, do these people read at all? I mean, honestly, I, again, you're being sexist and anti-Latino. No, I'm not. I don't know. She's arguing and she's saying things. This is at the Supreme Court. Sotomayor claimed that there are 100,000 kids in the country in serious condition with many on ventilators. According to Department of Health, there's 3,300 kids. 3,300 kids. Most of those cases are incidental. Um, she also claimed, in, in making some statements to the Supreme Court, um, that the Omicron strain is just as deadly as the, the Delta strain. Uh, I, I, where do I go? I mean, where do you go with that? Where, where do you go with that? I mean, do, do you think that they're going to really hammer her? No, maybe on Fox and a couple of other states, but no. No, because she's, she's the wise Latina. She's the wise Latina that uh, Obama wanted to appoint. Um, many studies that are that are coming out now that I'm looking at there are a myriad of different places around the globe um, saying that Omicron it looks like it's going to be less deadly than the seasonal flu. Um, that's that's a situation we're in right now. Yet, um, yeah, again, we still have areas of the country that are messed up, messed up. Yeah, New York. New York City can't go in a restaurant unless you prove that you are vaxxed up. Yeah, you, you can vote in New York City without an ID. In fact, now you can vote in New York City. You don't even have to be a citizen. That's yeah, the new mayor. Yeah, New mayor. It's, it's going to be great, this new guy. I, I don't know if you, you saw some of the, the horror stories. And I'm not talking, again, the fire that took place in the Bronx, but the horror stories when it comes to crime that happened in the city over the course of the weekend. Anyway, it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's the situation we're in right now. It's nonsensical. Almost half of the reported uh, New York COVID-19 hospitalizations are not due to COVID-19. There you go. They're in for something else. They just happen to have uh, COVID. Um, this past weekend, it, it, I was away this weekend. I was in um, Greensboro, High Point, North Carolina, uh, with my son for uh, a Prospect Day lacrosse clinic. And, it, you know, it was nice to go to a state where they don't give a damn about masks. The funny thing was, even the crew, even the crew on the airplane, on the, on the way, they didn't give a damn. They weren't, they, they didn't say anything. You ever get that? Yeah, I'm on a, airplanes quite often. It, 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 you get certain crews there where they're like absolute mask Nazis. Like you'll be sleeping and your mask will get below your nose and they'll wake you up. And you, you, can't, you can't punch the guy out, but you feel like punching him out. No, they didn't give a damn. Um, and it was, everything was all open, everything fine down there. It was nice walking, 
walking around uh, the campus and going inside the buildings and nobody's wearing masks and they didn't ask us to do it. And life goes on. Life goes on. Um, I saw this story this past weekend. And, and again, I, you know, I always tease my a lot of clients that went to Ivy League schools. And I've got a lot of listeners out there. But I, I get on their case, well, I, you know, I, I certainly hope you're not sending money. I, I certainly hope you're not sending money to these schools. I, I really don't. I, I, how could you? Yeah, uh, you know, again, I'm speaking to some of the coaches and whatnot. There's actually, they, they may cancel spring sports because of Omicron. Again, at these Ivy League schools. But, but listen to some of the things that they're doing. Here, I, I've got, I'm going to pick on Yale. Right now, I know Cornell's not going back until almost February. Now, one of my, my son's friends, goalie on the lacrosse team, I, 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 again, I don't even know how they're going to start up their season. But anyway, this is, um, this is Yale. Yale, uh, Yale says that their student handbook, the Yale student handbook, seems to trump the, um, trumps the state and it trumps local laws. Um, the Yale uh, Handbook has banned students from eating at legally operating restaurants off campus. And I quote, students may not visit New Haven businesses or eat at local restaurants, even indoors, except for curbside pickup. Hey, but, but, but it's okay. It's okay. He said, um, you know, you can go out. You are allowed to go out for a, a jog or a run. You're, you're allowed to do that. Oh, you're going to college, and you're you know, essentially you are uh, you're grounded. Think, think about the arrogance of these types of institutions, where well, again, they're telling people what to do, how to live their lives. Is it? Is it worth it? I, I don't know. Maybe some people think it is. I I, I don't see it because you know. Again, um, you, you got. <laughs> We're not recruiting there by any stretch of the imagination. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. Let's, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I'm being honest here. You got an Ivy League degree. I'm going to take a, I'm going to, unless you played a, uh, a sport there, I'm going to be very, very uh, uh, careful. Let's just leave it at that. But yeah, absolute nonsense. Uh, and it also continues with the um, teachers' unions around the country. I, I do think that this is, this is going to be some blowback from this from Democrats. I don't know how they're going to handle this. I don't. My parents are going to, are going to just throw their, their arms up. Let's be honest, you know, take a look at what happened in Virginia in the gubernatorial race there. A lot of that had to do with schools. A lot of that had to do with schools and school boards. Your parents in these places and their, you know, their kids can't go back to school. Teachers unions, which are, again, they own a large, they own a lot of shares in the donkey party. Let's just leave it at that. Um, they're going to be feeling it when it comes to this, without a doubt. Uh, supply chain story here. Supply chain backlogs are roiling the new home market, upending efforts to accelerate construction, limiting home buyer choices, and causing some new owners to move into unfinished homes. Home builders have increased activity in the past year in response to robust home buying demand and a shortage of homes in the existing home market. In many cases, the surge in demand 
in late 2020 and early 2021 overwhelmed builders, forcing many to halt sales in certain markets where they caught up. And again, we've talked about this here on the program, you know, houses, you know, waiting for garage doors, waiting for gutters. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, moved into a, a house was, you know, a remodel on a 1955 foundation. But yeah, I'm still waiting for things. Still waiting for things to come in. Um, mortgage rates have, have ticked up. And again, we've explained this before in the program, and I, I will delve into this a little bit deeper uh, in the weekend again, talk about real estate, the inverse relationship between what homes are selling at and you know, the, the mortgage rates. It's just that simple. Again, we're not talking, we're not talking 10, 20, 30 million dollar pieces of property where more often than not, they're not financed. Somebody's just got the cash and they pay for them. Talking, you know, homes for the masses. Homes for the masses. They have people taking out a mortgage. They have a monthly bill that they can afford. If the interest payments go up because mortgage rates rise, then guess what? The price of these units are going to have to come down. It doesn't, it's not instantaneous, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen without fail, okay? Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. In a rising mortgage rate environment, certain types of homes, the prices will come back down, okay? It's, it's just economic gravity, my friends. Um. I guess we didn't. I guess we didn't spend enough money on COVID. Uh, I guess five trillion dollars wasn't enough. Five trillion dollars in relief. You know, it's funny. You know, I, I, we talked about this on the program. All these these schools around the country are spending COVID money on like tennis courts and all this because <laughs> they just got they got so much money lying around they don't even know where to to go with it. But it's not enough. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and even the Biden administration are floating the idea of actually, hey, we got to give out more money. We need more relief. We got, we got to spend more cash. We're giving away cash. And the United States of America has uh, delved into FM rock station territory. Yes. Caller, caller number nine. Caller number nine, you're going to get $106 on Picks 106. Picks 106 was a rock station I had growing up. But yeah, it's just giving away cash. Do you know how much money hasn't even been spent for, out of this $5 trillion? You don't understand what it would take to spend $5 trillion. You can't even get your arms around that. Yet they want more. I, they they got to come up with something, I, I guess. They have to come up with something because, uh, you know, people are pissed. People are pissed. Why are people pissed? The price of everything is skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. Uh, natural gas bills um, this winter going to be 30 to 40% more. Uh, oil heating bills up. Uh, we see what we're paying for food. Um, see what we're paying for food. See what we're paying. Uh, just everything. Everything. Um, there's actually an uh, op-ed today in the Wall Street Journal. The, the climate warriors of the Democratic Party aren't lacking for chutzpah. Uh, the latest example, uh, 41 members of Congress uh, sent out a letter uh, fretting about the effect that anticipated increases in heating and energy costs will have on our constituents this winter. Wow. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Again, this is the whole crowd. It's the Ed Markey, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, uh, you know, that, that whole gaggle of useful idiots. Um, like useless idiots, excuse me. 
uh, you know, saying they got to do something about it. And to them, it's like market manipulation. No, no, it's not. It's not. The main reason wholesale prices of natural gas, crude oil, and uh, any sort of petroleum products has risen is that fuel demand has increased. It's increased at levels greater than production. Yes. Yes. Um, It was interesting here. I I didn't know this, that um, Massachusetts, again, Markey, Elizabeth Warren, um, getting gas, because, again, we we, we don't put pipelines up. We cancel all those pipelines, right? Can't have, no, 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 no. Can't have pipelines. Can't do that. No, 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 no. The Atlantic Coast Pipeline and the Penn East Pipeline were both canceled. Canceled, even after they won in the Supreme Court. Do do you know that um, uh, natural gas that comes to Massachusetts, a lot of it comes liquefied from Russia? Yeah. On a tanker from Russia. And it's, you know, it's like we're, we're trying to figure out ways to lose as a country. I'd say, you know, it's like, we're trying, it's like we're trying to throw the game, for crying out loud. The stupidity. Anyway, um, I, I saw this story. And again, I, went ex- I saw this, what was it, Saturday morning. I was doing some homework, and um, I was talking about homelessness here in the United States. And, uh, well, they're saying the COVID pandemic and the surge in housing costs, rise in unemployment. Again, rise in unemployment. If you want a job, you can go find a job. They're saying 600,000 Americans are homeless, unhoused. 600,000. Um, again, I, I, the article is about what this costs. And I, I was trying to figure out and trying to do a little bit of homework here. And I was just, it was going to take way too much time to go state by state by state. Um, I'm just going to, and I'm going to go state by state. I'm going to go by city, state, and national. Um, New York City, in 2019, they've spent more since then, $3 billion to support its homeless population. Uh, California, the state of California, uh, allocating uh, over $4.8 billion. Um, national government, $7.2 billion. So I, I just gave you a couple areas right there. Gave you a couple areas. Right, It's not the entire country. It's not all of the money that states pay. And again, we'll, we'll take that number, 600000 600,000 people that are uh, homeless. Now, if we just take the money that New York City spends, California, New York City, New York City, California, and the federal government comes to $15 billion. Again, this is not advanced math. You just, you know, divide. That's $25,000 per person. And again, I'm reminding you, this is not all of the money. This is just New York City, California and the federal government, and it comes to $25,000 per person. Again, I'm not going to go state by state by state and add it all up, because this proves my point anyway. How, how, how is this possible? You're going to talk about waste? Talk about waste. Okay, that's, that's over $2,000 a month. Most places, you, get, you know, certain places, you get a pretty nice place for 2000 bucks a month. We're spending the money. We're, we're, what's it going towards? Just out of curiosity. How is this, how is this, these programs, how, how can you actually say that these programs are working? I mean, it's just, it's nuts. Again, run these numbers again. Numbers don't translate well on radio or, or podcasts, okay? 
I don't know how much money is spent in total nationally when it comes to homelessness. But we do know, they say, there's 600,000 Americans that are homeless. I do know that the federal government spent $7.2 billion. New York City spent $3 billion. California spent $4.8 billion. So we got $15 billion. Just taking out those three entities, things, and, and putting it to 25000 nationally. $25,000 per person. Insane. Um... Yeah, uh, Nancy Pelosi had another let them eat cake moment. She was asked about uh, members of Congress and trading stocks. And uh, it was like 49 members of Congress supposedly violating the Stock Act, right, under Obama. And we told you here at the time that this is nothing. There's no teeth in it whatsoever, and they won't enforce it. They're not going to enforce it it's nothing and uh, yeah it's, it's estimated that uh, you know nancy made what some 30 million dollars on various different what you call insider trading uh moves again stuff that i if i were to do i'd go to jail but again um it's washington washington and the rules don't aren't the same for them again understand Understand, okay, you got, you know, massive budgets, you got a place that writes tax code, you got a place that puts in place regulation, and you know that this stuff is going to happen, and you trade based upon that information. Again, if I were to do that, if I were to do that, let's say I got a tip on a merger that was going to take place. You know what, I'll kind of explain it this way. Remember, we'll go to Wall Street, insider trading. Bud Fox's father was a uh, union, he's the head of the, the mechanics union, and he worked at Blue Star Airlines. There was a crash at Blue Star Airlines, and Blue Star Airlines, he found out, he found out before everybody else that uh, Blue Star was going to be exonerated. Now, news didn't hit the tape. Was it public information yet? But young stockbroker Bud Fox knew, and he wanted to impress. He wanted to impress the uh, the tycoon, the big Kahuna Gordon Gecko. And he goes to his office. Those people haven't seen this, but goes to his office and he gives a bunch of his best picks. And Gecko kind of laughs him off. Laughs him off. You know, you give me some information that uh, that I could actually use here. Tell me something I don't know. Already, I remember he he starts shedding gift certificates. Starts shedding, he's like, "It's my birthday," and Bud breaks the law. Bud breaks law. See, that's where the slippery slope starts. He gives Gecko the information in regards to Blue Star and the other people in the room that are working. You know, all of a sudden they freeze, and they're looking and they're eyeballing each other. Like, okay, we can make some money on this. That was, that was illegal, what Gecko did. It was illegal. However, it's, it's okay for Nancy Pelosi. It's okay for members of Congress to do it. Pelosi said, hey, we're allowed to participate in the free market. Yeah, but you know what? I, you know, nobody else has access to this information, and you're actually trading on it? But yeah, people, you know, uh, <laughs> these are the people we vote for. 
these are the people we vote for, and this is the this is the country that that we've become. I'm going to ask throw this, this question. I'm going to throw this question out there to people. Um, I just you know you know you have to email. I just think about it for a second. Let's just say let's just say you know got, you know country decides to break into two different areas. You get more of a uh, country that wants to follow the original intent of the United States Constitution and another part that uh, wants big, big centralized government. I mean, and be honest here. Where would you move to and would you care? Think about it for a second. Where would you move to and would you care? The reason why we're running into all of these problems. The reason why, in many respects, um, the, 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 the conduct that we get out of our elected officials in Washington are, is akin to third world countries as it is. And this has been going on. It's been getting worse instead of better. When I first came up with the axis of evil, we we're talking about this in 2006 and 7, 8, and all this, you know, I, full grip of what's finally, you know, happening in this country, talking about all of this stuff on a regular basis. I used to play the, um, a song from the, uh, the 1980s action movie, Romancing the Stone. It was Eddie Grant's song. The title song was Romancing the Stone because it's like third world America. Or I'd play the, uh, the Harry Belafonte uh, banana boat song. third world we operate like that but we're not supposed to the reason why all of this is is taking place the reason why this is transpiring is we've decided to give so much power to washington dc power power needs to be when this at the state level we need we need to get back to the constitution the 10th amendment of the constitution these governors need to empower themselves we are a very big country Okay, we are a very big country and we have certain cultures and we, you know, certain areas of the country are different than other areas of the country. I'm going to give a bit of an obscure example of what I'm talking about right now. Tonight is the uh, national, national championship for football. You've got Alabama versus Georgia. Do you think that it's being talked about at all? At all on sports talk radio? On the media here in New York. Now. Now. Nobody cares. Whereas you go to. Go to the South. Go to other areas of the country where college football is a completely different scenario. Okay. I know it's, it's an abstract. But I'm just talking about it's a big country and there's certain cultures and there's certain ways of doing things. And not, you know, sometimes no right or no wrong. And, you know, people should be able to decide where they want to live. If you want to live in a nanny state, we should have, you can have, we can have nanny states. And you, people can choose to live and work in those nanny states. If we want to have free, we should be free to choose. All of this nonsense out of Washington, D.C. needs to end. We need to get back to states' rights. When you have that much money as we do now flowing to Washington, D.C., and again, so many people relying upon Washington, D.C., you know, that, that's the issue. Again, I, I don't know how we, we pull back from this, because I've talked about entitlements and handouts and giveaways and how difficult they are to, to get away. But um, I tell you, you know, that's, that's, if I was, 
I was running for the presidency. I'd be running for the presidencies. I want to dismantle the presidency. I want, to, I want power away from the executive branch of government. I'm not doing executive orders. I'm not doing any of that crap. We're getting rid of agencies. We're getting rid of agencies. It's going to be a mass firing. We are shrinking the executive branch of government, and we are going to follow the United States Constitution. Give me a, give me a presidential candidate that will run on that. Anyway, have a, uh, have a great day, everybody. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. We'll see you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.